0: Welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind,
1: a show dedicated to the love of animation and feeling like a kid again. So let's go back in time to when cats defended Third Earth. Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. A masked duck protected the streets of St. Canard. I am the terror that flaps in the night. And knowing was half the battle. Yo, Joe! Let's go back with Saturday Morning Rewind and your host... Tim Nidell.
2: Hey, what's up, Toonsters? Welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind, the podcast that takes you back to your childhood one interview at a time. And I know I say it quite a bit, but this episode definitely does that for me. It takes me back to when I was very, very little, watching one of my favorite TV shows when I was a little kid. Course I'm talking about Knight Rider because I have the one and only William Daniels on the show today who voiced Kit.
0: Very well. If you'll set the pressure adjustment for precisely 600 pounds, you should land quite gently.
2: I want to say it's one of the first TV shows I remember watching as a kid. I always mentioned that Thundercats was the first cartoon I watched as a kid, but I think Knight Rider had to have been one of the earlier shows I remember watching and loving. Maybe Knight Rider and uh, A-Team. Those are the two that I loved as a kid. And I always thought that Michael Knight and Kit were way cooler than James Bond. I still kind of do, because it's an amazing show, and uh, William's voice for Kit was just perfect. So it was great chatting with him today. And, of course, you also know him as Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World.
1: I'm going to try to put this as kindly as possible. The show has turned into a circus, and you three are driving the tiny car.
2: (laughs) Of course, we talk about both of those shows on the interview today. So stay tuned for that. But make sure to check us out online, SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. All of the links are on the website. Make sure to leave those positive iTunes reviews. They really help us out. And remember to mark on your calendar Thursday, July 13th in Anaheim at Downtown Disney. We're doing the Saturday Morning Rewind fan get-together. I have a free Saturday Morning Rewind pin to give you guys, and we're going to hang out for a little bit, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Meet me, and a lot of other cartoon fans out there. But I guess that's about it. Here is my short, but sweet interview with William Daniels.
1: Hello, Tim. Yes, how are you doing today? I'm, I'm fine.
2: Before we go into it, I just found out that you just had a memoir released on Amazon, is that correct?
1: Yes. Yes, you Well, know, it's Excuse me, this is Bonnie. Bonnie. Yes, this is my wife, Bonnie, (laughs) Bonnie Bartlett. Uh, She's my memory bank.
0: (laughs) But it it is on Amazon, but it's also in all the bookstores.
2: Perfect. And it's called, There I Go Again, How I Came to Be, Mr. Feeney, John Adams, Dr. Craig Kit, and many others.
0: Yes, and you know what? Bill goes over every once in a while to um, Book Soup in Hollywood and signs books. So if anybody wanted to... Order a book at Book Soup, he'll sign it, and then they'll send it back.
1: Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay, that's a plug for. (laughs) Plug plug for Book Soup.
2: William, tell me a little bit about your book. What can people expect to find in the book?
1: What can he expect to find? Yeah. What's in the book? You mean other than boredom? Uh, (laughs) uh, No. From
0: the very start.
1: I see. Yes. uh, uh, well, uh, 90 I think you'll uh, find, yes, 90 years of of uh, performing uh, career. Now, uh, my uh, my mother uh, was a stage mother and put my sister and I into show business very early. I must have been, oh, I don't know, eight or nine, and she was two years younger. And we've been going at it ever since, although she's no longer with us. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, that's where it started. It was in the days of the mid-30s, I would say where vaudeville was still around and we did some of that and then we did radio It was before television and then we did uh, the, the the very big beginnings of television over at nbc on the third floor uh... went into a big room that had all these lights because they needed a lot of light in those days those early days of television to uh... uh to transmit a, an image. And, you know, you'd go in there and do your n- number and get out fast because it was very hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's the way it all started.
2: Very cool. And how did you come to be Kit in Knight Rider? What was that process how
1: like? How did I come to do Kit? Yes. Uh, well, uh, the producer uh, had... Uh, wor- uh, 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 what was her name, Bunny? Oh, my God, I'm forgetting now.
0: You you had done a show for him.
1: Oh, yes, I'd done a show with, uh, what's her name? Um,
0: Slipped my mind, too.
1: Okay. Anyway, it doesn't <laughs> matter. I'd done a show previously. Uh,
0: Bernadette Peters.
1: Oh, Bernadette oh, Peters. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, we did a f- kind of funny scene together. And so he, uh, he called me, and he said... Uh, Bill, uh, I'm going to New York with this uh, uh, idea for a show uh, to to go to the uh, sponsors and, uh, and throw the idea out to them. Uh, and he said, would you come over and do me a favor and just uh, record a few pages? And I said, sure. I had no idea what it was, so I went over, and uh, he handed me the pages, and I looked at it, and I said, uh, this is a car? He said, yes. I said, "You mean a car that speaks?" He said, "Yes." I said, "Uh huh." <laughs> okay, I thought it was a dumb idea, but I started recording it. And he said, "Could you make it sort of like a robot?" And I said, "No." And I started reading more. And he said, "How about you know more uh, you know uh, what was it my uh, bell? Yeah, my bell voice." I said, "Would you just let me read it, please?" And I read it in my own voice, and I said, there, there you are, and I left. Forgot about it, and about three weeks later, he said, listen, Bill, uh, uh, we know you're doing uh, St. Elsewhere, but uh, we've sold this, and we'd like you to do uh, Kit. And I said, well, I don't know that I could arrange that. And he said, well, yes, we've already spoken. It's the same network, NBC, and uh, we will work around your commitment at St. Elsewhere. So that's what it turned out to be. I was doing two jobs at once, and uh, I had no idea that Kit was going to be that popular or suddenly uh, iconic, and uh, I'm constantly surprised at uh, the way things happen in this business. Uh, I always uh, think, You do it once and it's over, but then it uh, it raises its head again and you find yourself (laughs) doing six seasons of it. No kidding. So that's what happened with uh, Kit.
2: And I read that you didn't even get to meet David Hasselhoff until well after filming the first season.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I only met him at the Christmas party. Wow. uh, For the cast. (laughs) And uh, he said, I don't know, you know, uh," he used a, well, a curse word, (laughs) <laughs> he said, you, you know, you just go in there. How long does it take you to do it? I said, oh, about 50 minutes maybe. He said, now I'm out on the road sweating away and uh, <laughs> I have a, a, a lady reading your lines, uh, an assistant, and, uh, and then you read them and they put them together and it seems to work. I said, yes, it, it does seem to work that way. But I never went out on the road with the car or anything like that. Well, I just went over and... Uh, and uh, uh, recorded it over at uh, Disney.
0: No, it was at Universal. Oh,
1: excuse me, at Universal.
2: (laughs) Yeah, the the chemistry between the two characters were so perfect, you could have sworn you're like in the back seat recording your lines.
1: That's true. Yeah, I guess it worked out that way. Uh, uh, As a matter of fact... uh, I'll I'll tell you a little story about, I I was over in England signing autographs and a a well-dressed man came up to me and said, uh, excuse me, Mr. Daniels, as I was uh, uh, autographing his uh, book there, he said, when you uh, do a kit, he he said, "Uh, uh, where are you? I I looked at him and I said, you mean, am I in the trunk or under the hood? (laughs) Uh, And he said, yeah. And he was serious. Wow. So he was disappointed when I told him I'd do it in a, in a sound studio. He walked away a little discouraged. But uh, it shows you how naive uh, the, the audience can be about some of these things. Yes. Yeah, I, was,
2: I think I was five when I started watching it. So I, w- I fell for it, too. <laughs> Nowadays, the world has taken a whole different direction with technology. And cars like Kit are starting to appear on the roads, you know, cars that drive themselves. Would you ever be
0: caught
1: dead
2: in one of those cars?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: But our son does. Really? Michael was really interested. Yes, was he? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, well, he's a younger generation, but uh, (laughs) I I like to drive the car myself. I don't uh, trust any of these new innovations.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And if they're smart, I think they should record your voice to do some audio for the car.
1: (laughs) Yes, okay. Yes, yeah, turn left here, turn right. <laughs> Car stop, well, I don't know what's the matter with it, Uh you know, see a mechanic.
2: Exactly. I was the perfect age when Night Rider came around, and I was also uh-huh. 13 years old when Boy Meets World came around, so I was another perfect age for another one of your great shows. Tell me about Mr. Feeney and playing him on Boy Meets
1: World. It was very pleasant Well, yes, of course. Uh, my wife reminds me... <laughs> It was a very pleasant experience uh, doing uh, Mr. Feeney. Uh, All I know is that uh, when it came up, I went to the producer and I said, listen, this is a teacher, and I don't want to make fun of teachers. Uh, I think they're very important to our society, and they're also underpaid. So we have to have a little respect. And he uh, said to me, Bill, uh, I'm... uh, I'm fashioning this part after a teacher I had in high school who was a mentor for me, and I had a great deal of respect for him, and that's what will pe- appear in the part. And I said, well, that's enough for me. So I got on board.
2: Did you have any teachers like Mr. Feeney when you were a kid?
1: No. No, I didn't. Uh, when I was young, I was in a Catholic school for a while, okay. no with nuns. But then uh, later on, no, um, uh, we were performing, my sister and I, and uh, my, I have to admit that my education was very spotty during uh, grade and high school. I didn't get serious until I went to Northwestern, where I met this very serious student, <laughs> triple A, uh, top of the hook class by the name of Bonnie Bartlett. <laughs>
2: And then you guys came to work together many times.
1: Oh, yes. Yes, we have. Yes. We uh, we even worked there once, I think. What was it we did? Macbeth? Macbeth. Oh, my God. Wow. I, I shudder to think what it must have looked like with me <laughs> in these balloon uh, pantaloons. I must have looked like a pumpkin with a little head on it. Uh, and uh, we did uh, Macbeth. She played Lady Macbeth, and I played Macbeth. Wow. <laughs> that was at Northwestern University. Oh, a, a time in my life that I find very, I was very happy there at Northwestern.
2: What was it like having Bonnie on Boy Meets World with you later on in the season?
1: What was it like? Well, I was glad that she was coming on, first of all, because she's such a good actress and, and we would work uh, well together. Uh, of course, she has a, a different approach to uh the script than I do. She sometimes arrived without having learned her lines. Not true. Not true.
0: I just <laughs> learned them differently than you do. Uh,
1: yeah, during the rehearsal.
0: No, no. No. No? I learned them by the thought and you learn them by the word.
1: Did you get that? I sure did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
0: thanks for listening to it that Saturday morning rewind please check him out on Facebook and Twitter and that's all folks